What up, what up, what up? This is Ron coming to you live from the 505. You know it's Albuquerque, New Mexico, home of Twisters, where they got that number 12 burrito. I think it's called the Three Meat Biggie. Make you want to slap your mama. I ain't trying to slap my mama because Roberta ain't playing that. But makes you want to slap your mama. Also, it's where dreams come true when you believe in you. Now, let's get into it. Social media is great for putting your business out. When you got with someone, what you ate for that night, how much weight you gained or lost, as well as how many relationships you've been in. Many that follow you can somewhat see when you're pretty much at your best, and in some cases, when you are at your worst. In a relationship that you are involved in, you always wish for the best outcome. Some start off slow with the protection of their hearts and feelings while others jump all in, deep end bound, with clothes on and everything. Outside of respect, love, dedication, and the feeling of security, one would wish that both parties are providing 100% of themselves to the relationship. But what happens when one of the people in the relationship has been hurt in the past, broken to the point where They can be repaired enough to move on, but probably won't operate with the same intensity of love as they once did before. When you give someone the best of you, an unprotected soul, an uncovered heart, and they take advantage of you or treat you like dirt, cheat on you, or leave you in a financial hardship, can one truly bounce back from that? When you give 100% of yourself to someone and it doesn't work the way you envisioned it to, do you tend to blame yourself for giving too much? Does or has the person in your next relationship pay for your past ones? The question is, have you ever wasted the best you on a person in your past to the point that you can't give or provide the best of you to the person you are currently in a relationship with? I will repeat that. Have you ever wasted the best you on a person in your past to the point where you can't give or provide the best of you to the person you are currently in a relationship with? This could be difficult to answer because I know a breakdown can easily equal a buildup. In some cases, make you a stronger and better person. But in a lot of cases, the new love superglue just don't work to make you whole again. Let me know what you think. What up, what up, what up, you on with Ron? What's your name and where you from? Melissa from Texas. I'm the one cooking the um, king taco boats. Okay, what's up, Melissa from Texas? And bring me a plate with them taco boats. You know I'm hungry. What's going on? Oh, okay. Okay, I'll make sure I send you one. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Um, uh, all I wanted to say was that uh, when I was 18, mm-hmm. yeah, 18, I got pregnant with my second child. Okay. And during that relationship, he, um, now mind you, when I got pregnant, my first daughter was only three months old. So um, we got into a relationship. We were living together. Come to find out he was cheating on me, the way that I found out was that um, it was an underage girl and her grandparents showed up at our house and basically told him, let's go take a ride, we need to talk. And so he had to marry her or they were going to, you know, basically send him to jail. 
And that left me and my child and my unborn child just basically stuck out with nowhere to go, no family to turn to or anything. Wow. And so I ended up uh, placing her up for ad- adoption. Okay. Um, I have a relationship with her now. It's fine. I mean, you know, she's grown. She's 23. But I did not realize until 23 years later, and I was 41 at the time, um... The reason none of my other relationships or marriage worked out was because I never gave another man 100% of me. And it took me that long to figure out that that was why. That was something I had to get over. Now, a question, uh, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the question that I would have is, you were 18 years of age. Do you think that that was really the best of you that you can give at that time? At that time, yes. Yes, because it affected my whole adulthood, gotcha. my marriage, um, everything, okay. you know, and, and it took me 23 years to finally realize because I would never trust a man, even though I said I did and I said I was 100% into it. And, you know, even with my marriage, I really wasn't. Okay. So and it took me this long to figure out. About how much percent out of, out of 100% of you with your, you're currently married, correct? No, I was. I okay. was. I've been single now for almost six years. So, when you were married, about how much percent of you do you feel as though that you 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 gave? I would say that I gave about eighty percent. Eighty percent. Okay. All right. And that other twenty percent was uh, reservations because you had put a hundred percent into someone else before. They kind of did you dirty, so then you would never give another person 100% of you. You don't want to go through that pain again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would, um, basically, I lied to myself, you know, telling myself that, yeah, I gave 100% and I did this. But then when you look back in hindsight and when I had this aha moment about four or five months ago, I realized that I didn't give 100%. And that wasn't fair to my ex-husband. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, sorry that you had to go through that, um, especially at a young age. You know what I mean? When you give somebody your 100% at a young age and basically you get tainted at that time, you got to go your whole adulthood basically battling how you feel that that whole holdback is not comfortable in any type of relationship. But exactly. what I would say is, you know, even though you did get that 100% back in the days when you was 18, it's a new day right now. You understand where you're at in life. So maybe it's time to give somebody 100% again to see how your relationship would pan out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I will. I will. I mean, I just started dating again not too long ago. So, yeah, um, I, I took these years out. To basically, my kids are grown and I have grandkids. And so basically, I had to take all the hats off that I had worn for the last 20 years. Being a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a sister, an aunt, you know, a daughter. Right. Um, and find out who I was and what I really liked and what I really loved. And it took me all this time, a lot of uh, shadow work and self-preservation. And, you know, I had to go through a lot of stuff, but I, I did it and I'm grateful for it. Okay. So okay. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm with you. Hats off to you. I wish you the best. Um, like I said, press press on. You know, life is too short. 
uh, for us to dwell on what the past, especially when you were like a teenager. It's, it's time and you realize it's time. You already realized what you were going through. Uh, I'm pretty sure you made adjustments and your next relationship is going to be the one for you. So keep your head up, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in and send me a plate of them tacos, girl. Stop playing. I sure will. You have a good evening. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. 18 is a very young age for you to say that that was the best of you. You gave somebody the best that you can give them at the age of 18. But if that's how she felt at that time, so be it. You have two decisions to make. When you turn 18, it's, are you going to let that consume you for the rest of your life? Or are you going to learn from your mistakes and move on? Let's go to the next caller. What up? What up? What up? You're on with Ron. What's your name and where you from? Man, yeah, I'm Young Talit. Man, nobody's special. I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Yes, yes. I'm 24. So what I was basically getting at is, um, you know, for one, I haven't been in that many relationships, to keep it all honest with everybody. I think um, the current relationship I've been in is, we've been together, what, three years? And it's the longest I've ever dated a girl. I was always typically, like, single i don't know i guess commitment but um anyways um yeah i feel uh you know we're giving each other a hundred percent however i feel i could be better than what i'm currently at now um and i'm i'm sure i will be you know maybe in 10 years so i can't necessarily say that i'm i'm giving i'm giving the best you know it's just too soon for me to tell now if i end up homeless okay. somewhere in the next five years, I'm like, yeah, I gave her the best me. However, you know, I still feel like there's so much more life for me to live. And I I, I pray Henny's still with me and that we give each other, you know, the best at the time and we know we're living our best lives. However, I've, I haven't, I can't, I can't sit here and say that I've given the best me to anybody just yet. Okay. I can, I can. I, I can see that. I can understand that too. Yeah. And being young, I'm gonna tell you, it has nothing to really do with your age. It just has to do with your experiences. You know what I mean? Uh, once you go through some things or whatever, then you'll reflect back on yourself and be like, you know what, man? If I'm not giving the best of me, or I'm not at the best, you know what it takes for you to be the best you. Right. So it has nothing to do with your age. Once you start going through some things, your life experiences will tell you when it's the best you. Right. And it's going to take a decline for you to realize, you know what, man? I'm not this person. I, I'm this person. So for like me, me I didn't realize. Go ahead. If for me to be like, you know, maybe five years from now, I want to be doing more than what I'm doing now. That is that, is that still, are you, are you still saying even that five years, I could be giving my best of me now, even though I may not be aware of it? Does that make sense? Uh, you could be. Yeah, you could be. Because then in five years, you look back at yourself and you, and you say, you know what, man? Five years ago, that was the best me. This is where I was. This is what I was doing. This, that, and the other. Wouldn't that be a bad like, thing, though? Uh, it could be. It could be. You know? In my case, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm old. So when I look back, I look back in the days and the best me probably wasn't right now. The best me was when I was fresh, wide-eyed. I'm like, okay, I'm full speed ahead. I can do this, 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 and this. That's the, the best me. Uh, right now, 
right now I'm a I'm in a good spot, you know what I mean? But is that the best I've ever been in life? Probably probably not. Oh, that's interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah, it, it could be that way. Like I said, you'll look back on your uh, on your time, especially when you get older, and you go through some things and be like, you know what? Mm, I handled it, but the best of me was like three or four years ago. Or, like you said, you can look at yourself now and say, you know what? I'm not working up to capacity. So then once you get to capacity, you'd be like, right now, this is the best. I'm, right. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. I, I got all my stuff together. I'm in a good spot or whatever. This is the best, the best of me. Right. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, well, just true. hang in there. Hang in there, young buck. You, you'll get you it. I tap in every time. I want them to join because I hear, I see, I, like you said, it's about experiences. And I see it, there's clearly experience in the comments. But no, you know, people got people Yeah, get, yeah. But, but you're young, you know what I mean? It's good to have your perspective because we were all probably thinking the same way that you were thinking back in the days. But, you know, people go through different experiences uh, uh, through life. Like I said, I had a couple of people on my last live or the TikTok live, and they said that they started and they were the best of themselves at 18. And right. then things went downhill from 18. Right. So you know I mean, so Jacob myself would be like, yeah, I'm giving the best me. And, you know, it's that decline. I don't want that decline. I, want, I, hey. I feel like we're currently I am giving the best me, but, I, you know, there's still there's still more to come. So who knows where, you know, I could or we could be two years, right. one year, you know, six months from now. So I don't know. Right. But you could be the best you next week. You never know. Exactly. You could be the best exactly. you next week. So exactly. keep that positive attitude or whatever and always try to progress. Yes, It'll be OK. I'll see you next All right. week. I'm still watching, but I'll see you next week. I'll be on here. Again. All right, bro. <laughs> All right. Thank you for timing in, yeah, boss. Yeah, of course. Love. All right, later. <laughs> that was Young Talik from Tucson, Arizona. And like I was saying, sometimes it takes you to get older to realize that the best you was back in the day. I'm 48, like I've said before, and uh, when I look back on my time of, of existence and I look to see when the best me was, I'm going to say when I was young, I was fresh, wide-eyed. I'm telling you, I was I was very ambitious going out and doing things that I need to do, you know, to survive or provide. So the best me, I can say, was was way back when. Now, don't get it twisted. Right now, I'm giving the person that I'm with the best of me right now, the best of me, the best of what I got. So I'm not shortened uh, by any chance, but... The best me, the best me, when I can say I was at my prime, had to be years ago. But uh, in saying that, let's get to the next caller. What up? What up? What up? You're on with Ron. Tell me your name and where you from. My name is Stephanie, and I'm from South Carolina, but I currently reside in Texas. Oh, okay. What part of Texas, Bethany? I am uh, what they call... Uh, the Pinewood area, East Texas, Lufkin area. Okay, you over there then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the central area between Houston, Dallas, Tyler. Um, and yeah, between Houston, Dallas, and Tyler. I'm like in the center of those three major cities. All right, I hear you. I'm a Texas fan. I'm a Texas fan. So with the question at hand, <laughs> have you ever wasted the best you on a person in your past where you can't provide the best of you to your current relationship or somebody that you're going to meet in the future? 
Absolutely. Um, I got married at the age of 18 and divorced at the age of 42. Okay. And I would say that I gave that person the best of me. The I feel like I gave them everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried some of everything from marriage classes to reading books to seminars, conferences, all these different things, and to no avail. Um, like I said, ended up getting a divorce after 23 years of marriage. So I feel like I gave a lot. Um, after that, um, I would say for the past two years, I gave, I felt like the best of me to someone else. And for what? Uh, that didn't last either. Um, okay, so when you so were giving the I'm best at a of point you, now where, go ahead. So I'm at a point now where I don't feel like I have anything left to give, or I wouldn't say I don't have anything left to give. I still feel like I'm capable of loving, and I want to love. I'm just at that point where I I don't want to because I feel like. What's the point? If you're not going to be in it for the long haul, then don't waste my time. So I don't give any effort anymore towards even wanting a relationship. Okay. So when you were giving the best of you to uh, the person that you were with or both people, do you think that they were giving the best of themselves to you? Um, I would say... No, I don't feel like they were giving me the best of them because it wasn't until after the relationships were over that they decided, oh, well, I want to change. I, I changed. I, I loved you conditionally instead of unconditionally, like you love me. And can we, you know, try this again? At that point, once I left mentally and then followed physically, I'm, I was done. It was... I. I I just couldn't see myself trying to give it a second shot because you finally woke up after I left. Right, right. So that was both relationships or just the marriage relationship? The marriage relationship, um, that was the marriage relationship. The uh, relationship that I had after I got divorced, a couple of years after I got divorced, um, I started to see that I felt he wasn't giving me his best. So before it got any deeper than it was, I cut it off. All right. So I can see that because you, you were married for a while and you don't want to waste your time. So once you see these signs, you're just like, exactly. nah, it's not going to work. I'm not going to waste my time or invest in the relationship like you did before and get hurt in the long run. Exactly. Well, you know, uh, they say different different situations with different individuals. You know, don't give up on it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'd say take it slow. And like you say, if, if it's going to be a waste of time, I'd say bail. But you got to, you know, if you're looking for that relationship, you got to give it a chance and don't judge everyone from, from your past. And I, and I really try not to. And it... it I, I really do. I try to, you know, not judge people at all. But I'm one of those, when I love a person, I love hard. Oh, okay. So, and and I do 
basically any and everything. I, I mean, I, I, I would say I go beyond compromising. They, if, if there are things that I need to change, I do that. Like I said, I went to classes and read books and do whatever because I was looking to stay married till death do us part. Right. But when the other person is not changing and it starts to become physical and emotional abuse, then it was time to go. Okay, I can understand. I don't care how much you love a person unconditionally. You can love a person, but if they're not willing to change, they're not going to change. Right, especially when you're giving your all to someone. When you say, that's the best you. This is the best that I can give, and a person kind of takes advantage of that, and they're not willing to change, I can see where that can be uh, very much heartbreaking to the point where you kind of refuse to give the best of you to somebody else. Exactly, and that's where I'm at. I, and I hate to be that way, but I don't know what else to do. I feel like I, at this point, I have to guard my heart okay. because it's been broken too many times. All right, got to take care of yourself, Mama. Got to take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. better, a better you will be. You know, a good you will provide a better you to the person that you decide to be with. Especially if they come in and they already see that you're broken, you know what I mean? You got to take care of yourself before you try to take care of somebody else. And I'm pretty sure it will work out for you. Well, that's what I'm praying for. This time I'm just going to sit back and let God do the choosing for me and not select somebody on my own. <laughs> all right. He'll send you somebody. He'll send you somebody. So you just be patient, all right? <laughs> right? Uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate you calling in and uh, giving us your uh, perspective and, and what you have been through. Uh, divorce is always hard on everyone. And then right after the divorce, you went through a, um, another breakup with an individual. So don't give up on it. Like I said, your knight in shining armor is going to find you. So you ain't got to get out there and try to find somebody. They'll come knocking on your door. You'll be blessed. All right. <laughs> Well, I, I, I believe so. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling in, and I hope you have a wonderful night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now, she said she tried everything possible to make it work, marriage counseling and the whole nine. The thing is, when you give somebody 100% of you, when you give somebody all of you, you do whatever it takes to try to make it work. Even if you try to change the person to be someone you think that they are not. You cannot change a person or you can't make a person give you what they don't want to give you. So if they're not giving you 100%, no matter if you're giving them 100% or not, it's not going to work unless they change the way they feel about you. Let's go to the next caller. What up? What up? What up? You're on with Ron. What's your name and where you from? I'm Karen White, and I'm from Pensacola, Florida. I'm in my car. I'm shopping, so I just wanted to be here, and I felt like I had something to add to the conversation, so I'm here. Uh, the question is, have you ever wasted the best you on a person in your past to the point where you can't provide the best of you to the person you're currently in a relationship with? Well, here's the thing. I'm not currently in a relationship, Okay. okay? Right. But I can add to why I'm not and what I'm doing. Go ahead. Let's hear what you got to say. And, 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 okay, so 
when I first came out of that, I was actually almost completely done. I lived with an addict. So when I came out, I realized I started attracting people because I'm a beautiful person. And what I was attracting, I realized, was very similar, just a different face, you know, different personality, but had similar qualities to the one I came out of out of the losing myself with, okay? Okay. So I have spent a lot of I've had like hits and misses of people in my life and then I realized I still need more healing. I think that if I keep doing what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. And keep healing myself that I'm gonna attract what I dissolve. Because sometimes when we go through something like that, we don't even know what we deserve anymore. We don't know what what we would like looks like. Okay. Just at the time, like, for example, when I first came out of that relationship, um, I smoked cigarettes, you know. So when you're talking about a relationship, you know, I didn't, I, I really, a lot of people don't like somebody to smoke, but I quit smoking because I was healing. Okay. So what I desire now is different than back then. So sometimes I think that we get in a relationship maybe before we know that we're ready or we're not ready. Because sometimes when you've been, your boundaries have been violated so bad, you know, I think to myself, I'm so kind, I want a man that's kind. Okay, that way I don't have to try so hard to set boundaries. You know, that. That's just my, that's all I've got. Really, it's like a lot of times we're a different, sometimes we think this is the person of our dreams after we get out of a relationship like that, and then things show up. You know, maybe it's you needing to heal, and you could be in the right relationship, but maybe there's still some healing you need to do, you know? So in your past relationship, did you give that person 100% of you? Yes, more than 100%. I'm back, yes. And how much percent did you think they gave of themselves to you? <laughs> Just enough to keep me going. And how much was that? What what, what was the satisfactory Listen, point for you? I mean, I, you know how some people will cue into a manipulator or someone who's narcissistic? What they do is they study you, okay? Like my biggest thing is somebody to know me. Okay. okay. Like even with that word, it's just something I like. And he had those capabilities in the middle of insanity. Okay. So he would say things to me and it would always hook me back in. Okay. Even though it wasn't good for me or right for me or even anything I deserved. And I look back now, I would have never even dated him if it had been another time in my life. Right. Okay. Well, wow, that's a that's so a I always lot. think they're good. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like that, yeah. I didn't mean to overload anybody, but I want people to know that wherever they are, there's a way through it. And if you're not comfortable enough with yourself and love yourself enough to know that you can set the boundaries that you need, then you maybe need a little more healing time. Yeah, you may need to believe for your best. Right. I, I agree, but is that is that a spot where and if, you given a hundred plus percent in your next relationship when after you find yourself, do you think you can give somebody else a hundred percent or 
do you think that uh, yeah. you give them less than 100%? Oh, yeah. I can. I know I can. See, but what we attract where we've been or what's hurt us. Right. A lot of times. And I know, I've already loved people that were, God, God kind of gave me soulmates that weren't in my physical world, but they were in my spiritual world. And I gave like I can't even explain because that's my spirit, is a giving spirit. Okay. And I learned from all that. Like, I know that I can give 100%. Yes, yes, sir. I mean, I don't think it's ever too late. Really, I don't. All right. I hear you. I hear you. I'm pretty sure a lot of people think the same way. You know, when you went through a rough situation, you had to take time to figure out who you were and what your needs were. And then now you're on the right track. And I'm pretty sure whatever you went through in the past, you won't go through in the future because you are a wiser, more uh, conscious person than you were in the past. Thank you for calling in. You say you were on the road, correct? Yeah, I'm fishing to get groceries off. And I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here. I, I love TikTok for that. You're an amazing warrior. And I thank you for your wisdom for people and your encouragement. And I bless you. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for that compliment. Um, thank you for supporting me. When you at that grocery store, I like lemon heads. Lemon heads is the key to my heart. So get me a box of lemon heads and I would appreciate it, okay? I will do that <laughs> and I will do a drive-by. All right. I yeah. will do a drive-by. That was Karen White from Florida. I want to thank her for calling in. She had a lot of energy, but she was being that superwoman. She said that she was providing 100% and they were only providing her enough to keep her going. People know what it takes to keep you going. So when you're giving your 100% and they're just giving you the bare minimum to keep you in a positive direction, sometimes that'll weigh heavily on you. And what you think is progress can easily turn into a regress. I definitely love to hear from different people and their perspectives on how their relationships have gone, given their all. So let's go to the next caller. What up, your arm around? What's your name and where you from? Uh, my name is Lisa. Lisa. From Wisconsin. You from Compton? No, Wisconsin. Oh, I thought you said you from Compton. Oh, okay then. <laughs> Lisa from Wisconsin. What's going on? How you doing today? <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing outstanding. So let's hear it. Have you ever wasted the best you on somebody in your past to the point where you can't provide the best of you to your current relationship? Well, I'm currently not in a relationship, but, and I'm content with that right now. Um, I've been married three times. Okay. And in three of, all three of, all three of those marriages, um, I did give 100%. I just don't feel that the, um, 
it was reciprocated at all. Okay. So and you were in three you three marriages, right? And you say you gave 100% yeah. in all three marriages and they did not give yeah. 100% back to you. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I was, I think, well, we weren't on the same pages in the, some of the things that we thought we were, but then it just, like, I think there's three key things um, in a relationship, and that's communication, trust, and like some topics that I feel that you have to be have a common denominator, such as your faith and um, things like that. And my first marriage, he was Muslim. I'm a Christian, so that didn't really work that well. Okay. Um, and I like gave my all, like, and he just. I think it was the culture too. Um, he is from Gambia, Africa, so I think it was the culture as well. Okay, so you, you guys didn't know that from the start? Like, you you are a Christian, he was Muslim, and normally when somebody is Muslim, and, and I guess I'm going to stereotype, and I hate to do this, but the religion is at the <laughs> forefront of a relationship, so either you have to convert onto that side or he would have to convert to your side. I know that was a conversation before you guys even got married. So why did you even take it to the marriage part? Um, because, I mean, I wasn't like um, a devout Christian at that time. I was like kind of still finding myself yet. And I hadn't totally accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior um, okay. until 2010. Gotcha. I got married in 2004. So, um, I just honestly don't think just the whole, um, culture thing really didn't work for us either. Like I was more of the affectionate kind of person. He wasn't, you know, like when, and that didn't show right away. Like he was affectionate initially and like the first probably year or so. Okay. And then it was like, it all changed. It all changed. And so, and then he cheated, you know, and then I found out he was cheating and, you know, and just stuff like that. So, um, but I always gave my all, like, even when I found out he was cheating, I just confronted him on it and, you know, try to get through it and work it out. But I just, it just, it, it was too much damage was done. So. Okay. I can understand that. I can understand that. So uh, being married three times, you gave your all to all three of the individuals that you were with. Yeah. You are single right now, correct? Yeah. So if you do get into yeah, another relationship, yeah. will you give that person the same 100% or will you hold back a little bit? Um. No, I actually, I mean, even with like being in the dating scene, I do give my all, like, even in the dating aspect of things, um, because, I mean, I'm, we're all, we're all in the dating thing trying to come to a common goal of meeting our person, right. and so when it comes to that, I do give my all, and if I just feel that someone isn't, or if they say they're interested, this is what I don't understand, and <laughs> maybe you can help me understand this. For when a man says that they're interested, mm -hmm. okay, 
Um, but then they don't, they don't show that they're interested. Like, you know, now today's day and age, it's all about the, um, dating sites and things like that. That's how you meet people, especially if you aren't one to like go out to a club or things like that. Um, you know, so it's kind of like you go on these dating sites or you do meet people out and about sometimes or whatever. Right. But, and they say that they're interested in, you know, but then they don't like call, they don't text, they don't whatever. So it's like, I just, I don't do anything then. I mean, is that, what? <laughs> well, help me understand that. <laughs> I'm going to do a session called Ask a Guy, and I think I'll do it next week if I can get my boy to come over here and help me do it. But in, in that case, you have to understand when somebody says that they're interested in you, the way that they show that they're interested in you might not be the way that you want them to show you. Just because they, a person doesn't uh, talk to you on the phone doesn't mean that they're really not interested in you. They just try to show you in a different manner. Now, if they blow you off, period, then they're probably not interested in you. They're probably focused on one or two things. Maybe it's sexual. Maybe it's just some type of conversation. But it just depends on like how you meet this person and, and what they're about and what they tell you they're about. Like Half the times when back in the days, way back in the days, I was on a dating site and 99% of people said that they were interested in like hiking and camping. Oh, uh, when you want to go hiking and camping or you meet the person, they, they don't have hiking and camping nowhere in their DNA. You know what I'm saying? So when they say that they're interested in you, it just depends on uh, uh, their type of communication to show you that they're interested in you. you. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you want them to show you by them texting you or them, them calling you or they say good morning to you every morning. But norm, uh, sometimes that's not how they show that they're interested in you. Sometimes they'll just hit you up every now and then, or they'll send you a flower too, or they'll just pop up at your house. And that's the way that they show you that they're interested. So when it comes down to it and you're confused, you should ask that question to the person. Like, how do you show, you say you're interested in me, but how is it that you show me that you're interested in me? Or how, how do you show people that you're interested in them? So you can get to understand how they operate. Now, if it doesn't meet your mold, like that doesn't satisfy you, then just bail on it. You know what I mean? Don't don't give it the time of day because if you want them to text you and they don't, then you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I say. Um, I just, I'm kind of a blunt person. So if, like, say they're, like, really on top of, like, texting or they say, good morning, good night, blah, 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 how's your day, check in every now and then, but then it all of a sudden just stops, and for no particular reason, and that's where I'm getting, that's where I get confused, it's like where you are giving, so that person's giving to me their all, and I'm giving my all in responding, or, um, or even not making them do it all at that point in time, like, I also reciprocate. Um, good morning. I'm not expecting the person to do it all the time. But so say you're doing that for a while, but then all of a sudden it just stops. Well, then that's when I question it. It's like, I thought you said you're interested and now all of a sudden I'm getting crickets, you know, type yeah. thing. So then 
I do say something, yes. Yeah, that's a different situation. Um, I had somebody on here last week that says, uh, when the conversation gets shorter with you, it's getting longer with somebody else. So I would, in order for you to stop wasting your time, just hit the, the, the nail on the head and just ask straight up questions like, are you or aren't you interested in me? If you are, this is what I need from you. Uh, but if you got to force it nine times out of 10, it's not, it's not there. Don't waste your time. Just press on. That's where I'm at. I just, I'm giving my all to all my family and friends right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Like I said, a better you uh, in the future will be uh, best for you. So, so I stay positive. I stay positive. So. Yeah. Do what you got to um, do for you. Get yourself straight yeah. first. And then, like I said, somebody will come along unexpectedly un unexpectedly, and knock uh, knock you off your feet. So don't look for it and don't force it. Uh, if it's meant to be, it'll work itself out. But don't give up on it, okay? Yeah, thank you. All right. I thank you for calling in. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Over there in Wisconsin, it's probably snowing right now. I know you probably like 10 degrees outside, but you bundle up, all right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually going to be in the 90s, high 90s this weekend, so it's going to be really hot. You mad, though. <laughs> all right. All right. You take care yeah. of yourself and keep right. me updated on your relationships, all right? Okay. Thank you. I'll talk Bye. to you later. Bye-bye. Now, Lisa from Wisconsin, I thank her for calling in. She said that she was married three times. There's nothing wrong with that. There is no judgment here. But she did say that their religious backgrounds, especially with the last relationship, did not mesh. Sometimes that does really play a part. And I'm, I'm going to say a lot of times when it comes to religion or politics, that does play a part. You should have that conversation before you even decide to get married. If somebody is 100% devoted to their religion or their religious background, sometimes there is no budging to it. it has nothing to do with you giving 100% or them giving 100%. It just has to do with pure views of... Now, here's how I see it. When you give the best you the best you to someone you expect that other person to give you the best of them as well sometimes when you go through and you evaluate the relationship you look to see the energy the vibe the things that you provide and when the other person is not matching that sometimes that's really disappointing the bad thing is when you give the best of you and they take advantage of the situation and they just dog you out and it ends poorly, you sometimes carry that into your next relationship, not really giving that person a fair chance to prove that they are not like every other person that you have dated or you are married to. Now, this could be detrimental to your new relationship because when that person figures out that you're only giving 80%, guess what? They're going to match probably the 80% that you're giving or they might be hesitant and only give you 60% because they realize that you're not giving 100% of yourself. Decisions that you make in your past, leave them in the past. Sometimes it's best to just face your situations head on and say, you know what, maybe I might have made a mistake. Not a mistake in giving that person 100%, but maybe the person that you chose wasn't worthy of the 100% or the full you. 
Don't punish your new relationship or the new person for situations that you got yourself into when it comes to your past. Do me a favor, reach out to somebody that you haven't reached out to in a very long time just to check up on them. You never know what they might be going through. Until next time, I thank you guys for your support. I'm going to holler at you.